0: Let's be honest. We found our niche. It's in the bathroom.
1: Common Denominators. Common Denominators.
2: Common Denominators. Common Denominators.
3: Alright guys, welcome in to episode number... Eleven. Eleven? Yes, eleven. Wow. Oh, should I? I had a little bit too much of a question in my voice there. I'm <laughs> sure. I knew it was eleven or twelve. What was that? That was me.
2: <laughs> Come on, Lance. Get it together. It
3: so we're uh, really battling some elements here. Lance is making a lot of noise. Sorry, Adam, Lance. Adam has been messing around with the air. It's a little bit warm in here right now, and uh, there's a tornado outside. Yeah, I feel like we should mention that when we pulled up, Adam's front doors were off, and a <laughs> large storm came through. Uh, Great idea to uh, the to storm, your doors. Uh, he could have used that
1: 20, 20 feet of opaque plastic from the yeah. uh, <laughs> draft last week. Yeah. I think uh, that was one meal. I'm yeah. pretty sure.
0: Yeah.
3: Hopefully the uh, hurdles are behind us here. So. Uh, we are the common denominators. This is Ryan. I'm uh, joined around the table by Adam, Kyle, Lance, and Daniel. And uh, I felt like I need to start out with a uh, happy uh, belated Fourth of July, guys. Yeah, no kidding. Ah, happy fourth. fourth, America. Yeah. it was a good. blowout.
1: America rules. Back to back
0: World so, War chance.
3: Fut- so forward.
4: future me <laughs> wish wishes you a happy Fourth of July.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, wait before we get in, dive into this episode. I've got we got to backtrack a little. Okay, so the the bathroom episode got a lot of traction. We got a lot of feedback, a lot of people texting. Some of our finest work. Yes, I mean, let's be honest. We found our niche. It's in the bathroom. So I had probably the oddest interaction between us recording that podcast and us recording this next podcast that would have been the highlight of the episode. So I feel like I need to go back and tell exactly what happened. I am doing one of my favorite things using a... Big box store, bathroom, I'm at work, I'm going to a side of my That's like, okay. one of your favorite things? Yeah, 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 I was what, wondering, where? Yeah. what, what are kind of standards. Yeah, yeah, low standards. Yeah. Um, so I do one of my favorite things to do when I'm on the road is I have a certain number of bathrooms I hit. Always, if I'm close to a mall, it's a woman's department store. That's a pro tip because no men ever go in those to use a bathroom. They're always exquisite. And big box stores are usually pretty good because there's about 20 toilets, 15 urinals in those restrooms. You can always find a clean one. So I go in the close to a big box home improvement store. I go in the bathroom, get all settled in. And you're feeling follow, excited because it's one of your favorite things. Yes. You just said, it's one of okay, my favorite yeah. things. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. Got my stall picked out, followed all the etiquette rules that we laid out last episode. So one of the workers comes in, doesn't crowd me, but was a stall or two over. And this is how I know he's a worker. Immediately after he's sitting down, I'm on there cruising my phone his walkie-talkie chimes. Doug, you in the store? Bloop, bloop. Yeah, I'm in the store. <laughs> Where are you at? Uh, I'm tied up for about 10 minutes. Well, I got a customer who said they call and talk to you. They need to see you. Tell them I'll be there in about 10 minutes. He said, you in the back? Yeah, I'm in the back, but I can't come out. Oh, I got you. <laughs> this is a conversation that's going on. Per walkie-talkie, mine, there's these beeps every time. I'm yeah, not doing yeah. the beeps. but So it's, it's like... How long this, this is, is this? Worse than a cell phone conversation. Yes, this is way it, worse. You can hear both conversations. If you had a yeah. nextel phone or anybody, you remember the beep? Oh, yeah. That's oh, the thing. This walkie-talkie was doing the same thing, and it goes on. It just keeps going. Like two old college buddies are talking. They have literally an eight or ten minute conversation. I'm stunned. I, I'm 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 done with my business, but I'm in this now to see how far this go, this <laughs> rabbit hole goes. They finally finish up. We both do our paperwork. Come out. Dude clips his walkie-talkie, and what's he do, ladies and gentlemen? Just walks right he out without right washing his right hands. Out. He broke every rule in the common denominators, bathroom etiquette. Yeah, at least he didn't drop down. his Coke. On the floor <laughs> he didn't time. roll a Coke to me. At Shame. least I didn't get that. Shame. But I got to hear a whole next Nextel walkie-talkie mm-hmm. conversation pertaining to a manager talking to his employee while he was taking a dump. I hope you win the manager of the deli section. Man, let's hope not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I just felt like I had to uh, tag that on to the last episode. No, I appreciate it. I've definitely, I don't know if you guys can agree, I've definitely been thinking differently every time I walk into the bathroom this week. Mm-hmm. I've been making sure to follow the rules, think a little yep. bit. Yeah. A little bit, little bit deeper about my actions. So. And the
0: good news is I hadn't been arrested for making a social media video post in a bathroom, so I was a little worried about showing up <laughs> on some list. Kudos <laughs> to you for taking one for the yeah, team. Yeah, that was know, bad. Oh, I was within point .2 seconds of being caught doing a <laughs> selfie. Oh, for the pod. Yeah, for the pod. Yeah.
2: Well, once we get some bigger sponsors, we'll have an actual camera yeah. crew that can Charmin do it and we're
3: coming for you. <laughs> All right, so since it's 4th uh, of July just passed, I figured uh, I would surprise you guys with a little trivia game like I did for the Mother's Day episode and let's see what you really know about uh, 4th of July. And I'm gonna try to keep some type of score here in my mind. It'll be about as accurate as our other scoring systems yeah. that we've used before. So, all right, let's go with a random selection mm-hmm. here. Adam, will go first. Of course, um, of course. <laughs> Adam, why do we celebrate the 4th of July? Uh, it is
2: the celebration of our Independence Day.
3: Okay, very good. Uh, do you know, happen to know what day and year that began? Kyle. I'm going
2: to say 1776.
1: 1776. Wow, July 4th, good. maybe? Yep,
3: very good. All right. Let's go around the table here. Kyle, when was the Declaration of Independence officially signed? It was not July 4th. You paid some attention in history. Yes. Do you remember? I feel like Daniel could steal this one right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. he probably could.
1: I don't know. I'm thinking, but I, I'm thinking it
3: was. But I'm not 100% sure. I think it was. I have I'm given. going to second. Uh, you're thinking uh, July yeah, 2nd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the 2nd. It was August 2nd. August 2nd. Oh. I, I August couldn't remember second. if it was before
0: or after. I knew it was before or after. I okay. couldn't remember. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was before it was or, not or after. Owned. Yeah, <laughs> it was not owned. I, I clarified <laughs> that.
3: Okay, Adam's winning right now. Kyle, you're at zero. Yeah. Oof. All right, um, <sighs> I Lance. Think you get half a point uh, on it. Who was yeah. the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence?
4: We're going to go with uh, Benjamin Franklin.
3: Anybody else want to steal this one? John, John Hancock. That was me, John Hancock. Okay. Herbie Hancock, sign it? isn't that? Was that Tommy Boy? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> Herbie? Uh, we're going to give Adam a point. Herbie. We're going to give uh, Daniel a point for a steal there. It's two for me. All right. How many people, This is for this is for Daniel. This is getting a little tougher. How mm-hmm. many people were living in the United States at the time the Declaration of Independence was signed? I'd say zero because the United States didn't exist at that time. That's a little too technical okay. for this. Uh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> like that's, we weren't the United States until that point.
1: Yeah. How many people were living in the colonies? How right. many people? Yeah. How many people were?
4: Uh, I don't know. Uh, two hundred
3: thousand. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take everybody to give a quick guess. Prices right rules or yeah. just closest? Closest wins. One 200,000 <laughs> Yeah, two
4: hundred thousand <laughs> one. No, right. I'll, I'll say three hundred thousand.
0: I'm gonna go under. I'm going at eighty-five
3: thousand. Okay, Lance, you went two point five million. God. Whoa, was not wow.
4: expecting that.
3: All right, I think of hot dogs when I think of Fourth of July. So I got a couple hot dog questions. How many hot dogs are consumed on the Fourth of July annually in the United States? Hundred million. Three point five million.
4: Um, I thought it was for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I, th- know, I think he's giving see. us a chance to yeah, steal. Let's though. See, let's see if we can get this. I one. need a point. Okay. I'm a great host. So you said how much? 100 million? <laughs> I said he 100. 100, 100 3.5. 3.5. I think that's way too low. We'll say 200 million.
1: Yeah, yeah I'll say 300 million. There's like 350 million Americans, right?
3: Something okay, we like got a tie. It's uh, 150 oh. million, so it's hey, a tie on. between Adam and Lance. Hey, Good yo. job, guys. That's arm wrestle. No, that's arm wrestle. Never mind. What? This is this goes to Kyle. And I'm going to leave it on. I'm gonna, live, I'm gonna let this go between Kyle and Lance because y'all both have zero right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought I have two. You have a half. I, That's right. I've got all right. One, got so one what? What is the record for the number of the most number of hot dogs eaten in ten minutes, and who by who? That would be. Uh, God, it's not Kobayashi. It's Chestnut. Joey yeah, Chestnut. Yeah. Joey Chestnut. Wow. I will say you like thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. What do you say, Lance? Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa! Thirty-eight and, and and what was it? In the time? ten minutes. In ten minutes? No, I think it's like. Uh, I'll say like seventy. Seventy six, something I think like that. It's
1: like in the low. It's seventy
4: four.
1: Oh, oh, wow!
3: My uh, goodness,
4: Lance. All right, Lance nice. Half, Can you imagine
1: the, the bowel movement after? <laughs> There's no. <laughs> a lot of it comes up. up. A lot of it comes
0: up. Yeah, but I not. would say it's forward movement instead of downward. Yeah. Oh. All right. This it's one not good. This one
3: goes to Daniel. Actually, this will be a group. A group one. This is we need to do rapid fire here, guys. Okay, Daniel, let's get you to start. Our, let's play How right. many dollars are spent on fireworks in the United States oh, gosh. on the Fourth of July? Oh goodness! A
1: uh, yeah, five hundred million dollars.
3: Adam, three hundred million. Because um, fireworks are cheap,
0: by the way, one hundred twenty-five million.
3: And yeah, Lance, two
4: hundred fifty million.
3: All right, it is seven hundred fifty million. Wow. Daniel pulls there ahead. All right. Three quarters. He's in the lead right now of a billion dollars. <laughs> All right, Adam. Joe Dirt would be proud. In two thousand seventeen, how many deaths occurred from lighting fireworks?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh you have to get within 5 to, for to get 90. credit. Okay, there were 8, a little high. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just a little bit. Okay. Rocket. Kyle, how, how many injuries were there that same year? Oh, oh, oh gosh. 38,000. A little high. 12,900. All right. And last but not least, let's go to Lance were all here. in Alabama. <laughs> we'll we'll let this be round robin. This is this is worth 2 points whoever can get it. Ooh. What state, there's only one state that bans all consumer fireworks? California. N- no. Uh, New York? No. Chicago. Illinois? That's not a state. Illinois, it? <laughs> <laughs> it is not okay. Chicago or Illinois. Uh, Daniel, for all the glory, Man, you're winning right now, yeah. so you've got the championship. This would just be like – You've been to like almost be every, every state.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, you've probably peed in a pickle jar in this state.
3: Probably. Uh Oregon. Massachusetts. Oh, wow, no, really? Should have should have known. Not a state you want to go. I knew through, it was a liberal state. Yeah, yeah. no fireworks. So there's thought. anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, in our rigorous scoring system here, I'll have to declare Daniel Knox the winner of the uh, hey. Fourth of July trivia. Fair enough. <laughs> Finally, well are, are, are we something? shocked? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting ready to go through a little roller coaster here with Daniel. He just won that, uh, but we do need to make an announcement on the he two-minute won drill.
2: What? He won
3: what? You didn't say what he won. The trivia. Yeah, I just, I just said it. Fourth of July trivia. Adam, what are doing over there? He's editing <laughs> and not paying attention to what we're doing. All right, <laughs> <Sorry>. carry on. <laughs> so he won that, but uh, we have done five rounds of the two-minute drill. Uh, Jansen is not here tonight, and so we're going to call it. the The contest is going to end where it is today, and so the loser of that is mm. Daniel with only nineteen answers. And oh, if y'all remember, they were good answers though, man. They were good. Was, <laughs> they were good. You were. did great. What, was, yeah. That, yeah. what was, that great. was that
4: podcast again that you named? Yeah,
3: I don't know. We don't <laughs> talk about <it>. Something <laughs> of a goji. Yeah. I've really tuned into that. It's yeah. been really good. You can forward. hang your hat that all your answers were accurate, unlike uh, some of the others that, yeah. that were uh, mentioned. So That's hearsay. Question the punishment one. will be. The will of water, which will be Daniel getting do- uh, doused—not doused. Or doused. Or doused, doused in a doused. creative doused. way with some water. So we're gonna probably do a live video or at least film it. We'll put that on social media so you guys can enjoy it with us. And if you haven't heard, if you have if you don't follow us on social media, please do. Uh, but Daniel is the winner of our bunker draft. All right, staying alive. I don't know. Does anybody know the total tally for Daniel? It was like a thousand something
2: votes, I think, ahead of everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, there's. I'm Mostly, pretty
3: sure there's some type of shenanigans going on with the voting process. Uh, there He's was a, a serious ramp up in voting for Daniel. Yeah. I did notice that. I have a very
1: competitive wife. Yeah. Uh, we can we can leave it at that. She. I would like to. I
3: resources. would like to
1: use these airwaves to officially announce my protest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it may be not a coincidence that Daniel set up the uh, the poll. It's also an unlimited poll that you can vote as many times yeah. as you want to. So I did not take advantage of There could of be that. something that was taken advantage of there. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, never his know. wife had
2: some extra time on her hands that evening. So. Yeah. <laughs> all
3: right, so the rest of this episode, we are going to do uh, a new draft. Uh, it's going to be a one-episode draft. Uh, it's going to get you guys in a patriotic mood. Uh, and then we are our main conversation today is going to be about insecurity. So we'll go a little bit deeper. should be pretty interesting. You all ready to do it? Let's roll. Let's do it.
1: All right, guys. We got a new draft for you this week. It's another one-off draft, and so since we're in the the patriotic mood, we're going to draft things that make us feel patriotic. All right, Lance, tell us a little bit more about what we got.
4: Yeah. So this should be a pretty simple draft, as opposed to the overly complex one we did last week. That was a lot of fun, but this one is going to be uh, things to get you in a patriotic mood. So, for instance, there may be certain songs, movies. I don't want to, you know, start naming a bunch of stuff, but there's these moments that happen where you're just like, man, I'm proud to be an American. So think of those moments. And um, one thing to note if somebody takes a, a song or a movie, once that category has been selected, nobody else can select another song or a movie just so we get a good variety of answers. So everybody on the same page? Got it. Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. How many rounds are we going to go? Thank you. We're going to do two rounds.
1: Snaking it. Two All rounds, right. snake in mm-hmm. the draft. All right, Adam Ray Let's with go first with the, pick, yeah.
0: I'm sure. Let's just get that out of the way. First pick goes
4: to Lance. <sighs> Man, I'm so excited. All right, so. Uh, Born in the
3: USA for tur- fertility. <laughs> <laughs> <late laughs> no,
4: but it is a song. I'm going to go with uh, Lee Greenwood. Oh, I'm proud
3: to be one, an American. That's yeah. one A. That's Man. Good. That's everybody's number one. So, number one off the board. That's a sure pick. Number two, Ryan. Okay. Um, great pick, Lance. I definitely That was definitely on my list. I'm going to go with. The Olympics, I love the Olympics. Oh, yeah, uh, I just I love I love sports in general, and I know not everyone in the Olympics is doing it for their country, but I like to believe that they are, and I love when they stand on top of the podium. Yeah, sweet, good pick. Yeah, what category does
2: that fall under again? Uh, I say
3: sports, sports, probably. Okay, okay,
2: sorry.
1: Yeah. Are you familiar with the Olympics, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <okay>. I just <laughs> didn't see it's athletic.
0: Endeavors. I didn't see sports on. <laughs> Those the are list.
4: just ideas, Adam. Just oh, a right. I just got here. All right. You still, <laughs> got, you still <laughs> got some time to think, Adam. Adam's well prepared for this draft, <laughs> as you can tell. Yeah.
1: Pick number three goes to Kyle.
0: Oh, my time. So mine is a uh, pretty standard. Uh, I always try to buy a fresh American flag, unroll it, stick it on the side of the house, and fire up the grill, baby. That's American as you can get roll out old glory and fire up the grill and
4: cook all day so I it's kind of like a combo. Two, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you just so, take two? So, right yeah, th- I think you got I got think you got to choose one. Either is it putting the flag out or is it firing up the grill? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was
0: this detailed of <laughs> oh, right. It is. Well, somebody else might have wanted to take fire. Sure up the grill. I'm yeah, sure somebody you was going to roll coming, so the, yeah, the grill Okay, is still I'll be g- or, give me the grill, I guess. <laughs> firing up the grill for yeah, Kyle. Okay. I didn't know Flags we were... Flags back on the board. Yeah. I didn't know we
3: had the NFL oh, draft rules still going. available. Yeah. You, this is want. like when Adam tried to steal all the draft picks last week yeah. in, one, in one slip. Yeah. I'm still. sure everybody had rolling out O'Glory as their
0: next
1: pick. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good pick. All right. And uh, I've got the next pick. Adam will have the last pick in the draft. And so with my pick, uh, I'm going to go with those videos of... Soldiers, veterans coming home and getting reunited with their kids. Uh, I can hardly ever make it to the end of one of those. Like I will usually stop them because I just can't. I uh, can't handle it. Yeah, and I'm a so, sucker for So like, those I too. can't. Uh, I can't make it through them most of the time. So, uh, but those. Every time you see one of those, it's like holy cow. Like it just makes everything real. Makes you feel happy that you got people like that that uh, that care about you. That, that they go over and fight for you.
4: I don't know if I cry harder on the dog videos or the oh, family yeah. videos. Are, man, those
1: are awful yeah. in a good way. I guess. I've got to go so with the humans.
0: that oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, more, I'm more excited about them Just reunited saying. with I like their, yeah, with I their know, four-year-old kids. Pretty amazing that the dog
4: still recognizes the owner yeah. after all that time. Yeah. So. It's impressive.
1: All right, last pick, Adam. Since it's snaking, you got you got two of them, so you can right. you can pull a two for unlike Kyle. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm going to say for the for a movie is going to be Rocky IV. I don't know why. I just, oh, just that's the, a great uh, pick. Man. Yeah, good. Yeah. Rocky fighting Absolutely. the the mighty Russian and yeah. knocking him down, and then I love at the it. you know it, when the whole crowd is behind him at the end, just ooh, chill bumps. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say old glory, but Kyle sort of stole oh, it from me. Oh, you can have it. But, it's uh, back on the board. Now uh, the other one's gonna be just a fireworks show. I mean, if in, either it's in our you know backyard or the park or downtown or something, it's it's going to see fire. I mean, you, you got to see fireworks on Fourth of July. Sure, it's just, you know it's your right as American. So yeah,
0: fireworks.
1: National Rocky an, Four. National anthem playing at the end of the big That's right. finale. That's the right. best. Rocky Four. I, uh I played Church softball against Tommy Morrison, Tommy Gunn that was Tommy, in Rocky Five. You know oh, Tommy Gunn only uh, fights yeah. in the ring. He he moved, he's he's passed away now, but yeah. he moved to my hometown like when I was in high school. And uh yeah, I mean I like he was he was awful. That was about, I was about was to say, like what's the How would you rate him? One out of yeah, 10. he was he was really, really bad. I saw I, like I have a vivid memory of walking by him. And him just doing like a snot rocket, like you know, where he closes off one nostril <laughs> and like spits that like outside. And I was like, man, holy cow, I just saw. You know, nobody, Tommy Gunn shoot a snot rocket. But then he ever, was like the worst softball player. Nobody I've ever remembers seen. how good of a boxer he really was. Yeah, yeah, like, he, was he was good. Was the and then he like player, yeah. had HIV, and then he yeah. didn't have HIV. And they wouldn't let him and box. Was, they stopped letting him box. It was a yeah. crazy story. Yeah, he calling was
0: was really, magic. Yeah, really <laughs> like he had like Mike Tyson knockout power. There's yeah. a good documentary
1: on him, by the way. Not to get off on a weird. Yeah, yeah, he moved to my hometown like late in his life. Uh, anyway, side note. Sorry, yeah. that was random. That's what killed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you go there, man, you can't get out. Yeah. Uh, it's like
2: Del Boca Vista over there.
1: My next pick. I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I think of professional wrestling. I don't know why that makes me feel patriotic, but I, I imagine Hulk Hogan, just the he's no, just he's he, just the true American, and maybe that's his song. I'm a it's real yeah, 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 and it, it's that's just like school. Hulk yeah. song, yeah. like coming out, like like not like. New Age Hulk Hogan, but old yeah. school, not, mid '90s, late in, '80s, not uh, NWO Hulk. Hogan. Yes, the Hulk yeah, Hogan. Not, not, yeah. When it, not maybe when Hacksaw the Jim side. Duggan. Yeah, with that's the, with the, guy was the thinking the, of. Yeah, the holding flag, the two by four in the flag. Like something flag, yeah. about watching wrestling. Yeah, in reality, that, that's like that is an American yeah, thing. Yeah, no like it, it's like yep. just weird America culture that like. Kids nowadays never know, know how yeah. good wrestling really was. Oh, it was it was awesome yeah. back in the day, but it made me. The fat guy with the two by four
3: a two-by-four yelling,
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, is there anything better than that? <laughs>
0: that was awesome. <laughs> with a
3: blue spandex on. Yeah. yeah.
1: He knew he stood no chance in real life of beating any of these guys, but <laughs> 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 that was the best. So I know that's a weird one, and I don't know if um, if that goes into no, sports, like one, with man. the Olympics, but I well, you could call it entertainment it's a more so than I think, sports. I think you're
0: good.
1: All right, so uh, next pick, who was next? Next to me.
0: Yeah, back to Kyle. Well, Old glory still on the board, but screw you guys. I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to go
1: with a different type of
0: Old Glory. Nothing says America like an American flag bikini. That gets me patriotic. Hot. Of course, Kyle.
3: Daytona Beach.
0: Heck, yeah. <laughs> Remember the first one I saw, I was probably about 13. I still haven't recovered. Yeah.
3: God bless America. Somehow I knew that was on yeah. your list. Yeah, so screw you guys. I got my flag after all.
1: All right, Ryan, what's your last pick?
3: Well, uh, my next one on the board uh, was in the movie theme. I was going to go with Miracle, but since movies have been mm. taken. Miracle, good movie. That's a great movie. It's yep. a great movie. Um, I think I've got two here. I'm torn. I think I'm going to go. Have you guys have been to a National Predators game? Uh, they honor a veteran every game. Is that the game. hockey team? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's the hockey team (laughs) for our out-of-state listeners. Yeah, Um, who just traded away P.K. Subban. uh, That was the worst. I liked him. Yeah, Yeah. that's upsetting. Uh, Let's move on from that. So, uh, (laughs) anyways, they always always put a spotlight on a veteran or even some active military member. They play the Lee Greenwood song. They tell a little bit about their service, and they're all great. They're all amazing. They all make me feel patriotic. I especially love the ones where you can see in their eyes that they get choked up like they've sacrificed so much, and it's like that moment of people get, saying thank yeah. you just makes them start to cry. Uh,
0: yeah, I'll get you every It's time. like every time
3: Kyle yeah. starts doing the Bible part or talking about <laughs> heroes. It makes us all tear up. That's how I feel. All
1: right, last pick. Back to Lance.
4: All right, so I know we kind of ended up going with the sports theme here, but there's you know subtle differences. I think we're uh, okay. no, no. no, no. We'll, see. we'll see if it plays or not. And, Ryan, I actually thought you were going to take mine and was going to put me on a massive tilt, but – I'm gonna go with rising for the national anthem at a sporting event. Like to me, there's just no prouder feeling. You stand up, mm-hmm. take your hat off, you put your hand over your heart, and like if you're outdoors at a football game, you usually get to see a flyover or a bald oh, eagle come across. The cool.
0: Challenger the eagle, that's the best. It's a powerful feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so. the flyover
4: was on my list. Oh uh, yeah, 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 no doubt. So I took like three there. So Anyways. yeah,
3: what a ripoff! <laughs> this is a joke. Disqualified. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right.
1: all right, those are some awesome, awesome patriotic things. Let's let's go blow some more stuff up. <laughs>
2: I am a real American. Fight for what's right.
1: Fight for your life.
3: All right, so our main topic this episode, as we mentioned earlier, is insecurities. And unlike last week's episode on uh, uh, bathroom etiquette, we actually have a, a reason for talking about it this week. If you all remember a couple... A couple episodes ago, we interviewed John Harris. It was a great interview, and he had a lot of insight. And one of the things that he talked about, and I guess we talked about with him, was just insecurities as men, and how uh, as men, uh, we all have them, but it's something that we try to hide, we don't share. And that's one of the things we appreciated about John was his just willingness to open up and, and share some of his insecurities. People responded well to that, and so we thought we would Take a leap of faith tonight and be a little bit vulnerable and, and share some of the things that uh, we struggle with as men. So, who wants to uh, who wants to go first? I'll start. Uh, it's Adam. So it's 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 kind
2: of poignant that you guys did this uh, or that we came up with this kind of format. Um, so a lot of you know I do photography on the side and i've been doing it for about seven years now uh i've done everything from my own family to, to regular families i've done, done my family i've done your yeah, family, done my so I've family your fa- i think everybody in this room has had been affected at some point i've been shot bad i've done weddings i've done i haven't done funerals uh but but the point <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a thing <laughs> it's a big demand that's a me. very obscure form of photography yeah. is, uh, That's that's when you know it's time to get out of the photography <laughs> business <laughs> But no matter what I've done, again, whether it's somebody that I photographed 100 times or it's a really high-end wedding or a corporate event, I get this nervousness and total insecurity that comes over me. And I swear, I I, I want them to cancel. I want it to rain. I want to do whatever it is to get out of it. And I, I had some uh, a corporate event this week, as a matter of fact, yesterday, and I just wanted them to cancel it, obviously, like I said, I felt insecure about it. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, didn't have the right equipment didn't I would totally fail. Fun fact, I've never had a bad session. Usually, the sessions that I want to cancel the most turned out the best, but i've never I've never done a session where I wasn't so nervous and felt so insecure about my ability to perform, even though I've done it thousands of times yeah how many times thousands of times you've done this it just it, it, it never fails every single time i don't i don't want to do it i want to i just want to quit i just want to live in a van <laughs> down by the river <laughs> it's, it's
3: kind of like the world famous singers you hear they like want to throw up before every like yeah. live performance it yeah. just kind of blows your mind yeah. do you
1: enjoy it while you're doing it like in the process is this all pre-process or does it once you get going does it kind of disappear yeah
3: once
2: you get going I, I kind of I, it does kind of turn into something different I mean there's still times depending on, on what what I'm actually doing like I feel like oh god I don't, I, you know what do I do here what do I do here but it just it eventually comes to me and, I, and I'll tell you honestly that that is a god thing for me it's like I've I've never you know I've, I've had times where I was just like oh god I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I don't want to do this you know give me this you know strength or whatever and then it just turns out awesome you yeah. know you know i've i've had things i'll never forget the the first wedding that i shot with another photographer and she gave me an opportunity to shoot with her and it was in franklin it was a 45 minute drive from home and the whole 45 minutes i was like i was scared out of my mind i was like i'm going to totally screw this up you know and it went great like you know she was very appreciative I, I shot with her like many many times after that so obviously i did a halfway decent job or she wouldn't have let me come back but it's just, it's the devil inside of you that's telling you, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. You're going to screw this yeah. up. You suck. You don't have the, what are you doing here? You don't have the ability to do this. And it's like, you either listen to that and you cower and, or you say, no, I'm, I'm I know what I'm doing. I can do this.
4: Yeah. So have you found any good ways to cope with it or is it kind of like always the same level of anxiety each time no,
2: dude i had the, i had it yesterday <laughs> i had it yesterday yeah i ever, i swear it's every single time I've, i don't know that i've ever done one that i felt overly confident. maybe i shouldn't maybe i don't yeah. i don't need to feel overly confident or i'd probably have a screw one. up yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so have
4: you ever wished for one to go away and it actually like every did time. get canceled oh you know? <laughs> yeah
2: yeah. You're like I yes. Have. Yeah, I have seriously. I mean, I, some some that I just did not want to do, but there were some that I was like, oh god, I just don't feel good about this. I don't feel good, and it would be an outdoor session and it would rain. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think know that
4: I think I always feel the same way too. Like if I had to do like a big presentation at work or something like that, like I will always get you know just I don't know if you want to call it stage fright or or whatever, but and especially if you have to speak in front of people, that's always like a frightening thing. And no matter what, I will always get that anxiety. Like, and you, yeah, I, I agree. Like I, I have not, I guess why I asked you is because I have not really found a good way to cope with that, but I wish there was something I could do to overcome it. But it's like that anxiety is always going to be there.
2: You know, the one thing I will say, so I shot a wedding a couple of weeks ago and felt that exact same insecurity on the way. And I turned up on the way to the girl's house. I turned up, uh, well it was Old Town Road, quite honestly. Oh hey. <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> hey. And man, I just cranked it. And I swear my mood from the time from from before I started that to the time I got there was completely different. Like I was just you know, it, instead of just Billy Cyrus has been doing that to people. Oh, for, yeah, that for was decades it. now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there's something to be said. Instead of listening to the thoughts in my head, yeah. I was listening to something else and it totally changed my mind frame. Yeah.
3: What's what the funny part about this, and I think what people can relate to is me knowing you me being uh, probably the worst at the table at, at technology like I see you as like that's what you're great at and that's right. like people looking at you would never know that yeah so I, I should have
0: like, the anxiety if I was trying to do <coughs> what you were doing instead of a guy yeah. that's highly skilled at it having the anxiety yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: you know I mean first of all thank you but second you know you going back to your saying about professional singers that clearly know what they're doing and they're throwing up before they go out there, you know, or a baseball or a football player that does that before a Super Bowl, yeah, you know, yeah. same thing. So it's like, I don't think it has anything to do with the skill. I think it's just, it's in your head. It's all yeah. in
3: your head. It's like the fear of failure is like a yeah. you know, connection there. I've been in
0: that. I think everybody's probably been in that situation before I had that kind of same thing happening in, in, that's probably five or six years ago I was playing a lot of competitive golf and I said you know what I'm going to try to do I'm going to try to qualify for a state tournament picked out the Mid-Am tournament it's at a historic golf course in Tennessee down towards Chattanooga the course has got a ton of history so I'm going to try to qualify for it lo and behold I play great make it in show up down there the day before do my practice round it's, I've never done anything like I've played competitively through high school and stuff but never a tournament on this scale I mean it's best players in the state are playing in this thing and I remember getting to the golf course that morning for my tee time and I'm standing up there warming up just watching these guys just absolutely lace the ball and I'm sitting here thinking what am I doing here and and I spent the next hour warming up wound myself so tight in a ball I've teed my ball up on the first tee and I'm just thinking just make
3: contact just hit the ball <laughs> I think that every time I hit the ball Kyle <laughs> yeah hey
0: and turns out I ended up playing great that day Finished middle of the pack of the tournament, was really had a. After the first day, I was in like the top 20 and I played well and it was a great first experience. But I remember I can still take myself back to how much anxiety I was feeling. And it was not so much that I've hit a trillion golf balls in my life, I played pretty well competitive golf. But I remember that feeling of like, I'm not sure I can hit this ball off the first tee in a big tournament like this because I had convinced myself that I didn't belong. And I think that's something it happens a lot more than we're willing to admit, whether it's sports or work or asking a girl out. I mean, you remember that anxiety of yeah. of that when you were younger? I think that's a fear of rejection. Yeah, it's big that's what it is. Yeah. I have several insecurities, but probably my biggest one is I have this this fear that I am not fully using the the gifts that God has given me. I don't know that I've ever figured out exactly what all those gifts are. Maybe that's the biggest problem. But I feel like not only am I selling myself short of some of the gifts I've been given, but I'm I'm selling God short on what I need to be doing with those gifts. You know, I guess I guess in a nutshell am I fulfilling my purpose in life other than, you know, trying to trying to raise my kids the best way I can, which is a huge job and that's that's something I take a lot of pride in and pray about and try to do good good with. But is it is the, the other things in life, reaching out to my neighbor or, or, you know, talking to you guys during the week, like, man, how's everything going and praying for you? It's those kind of things, like, am I using the things that God give me that I, that I feel like I'm pretty good at to His glory, I guess. That's probably my biggest insecurity is, like, I'm selling myself way short on what I should be doing. You know, am I missing those moments during the day that, like, Maybe that guy I hadn't talked to in a year needs me to call him for some reason right now. I mean, you know, you get mm-hmm. those hints in your mind of like, I hadn't heard from him in a while. I could literally make a five minute phone call that might affect him and change his day, his month, his year, his life. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's no big deal. And I brush it off. Am I brushing too many things off in life that I'm missing opportunities that are being presented to me? Yeah, you are. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. You really suck, Kyle.
2: Yes, I know.
3: <laughs> this also, I know. Well, I think that's tough because it. I think this is true. At least I've, I've told myself it's true. But it. I mean, in your situation, it's like when you are a Christian and you believe in the Holy Spirit and the Lord and how He works through you. I, I truly believe that nine times out of ten, you know, you don't know. That's like true. He. Yeah. It's for Him and His right. glory, and He's mm-hmm. using you. And so, I know for us, like, you know, most of us like like that gratification, you know. Right. I mean, going back to sports, you wanna win. You wanna right. know you did something, you wanna know you were a good dad, a good husband, good at work. And so as a Christian, you see those things and it's exciting, but I think most of the times you don't. So yeah. I mean, I would say as a somebody that watches you, I think it, I mean even a small group, you're an encourager and like the way that you talk about the Lord and the way how open you are the Lord is working through you more than like you would ever know
0: and I hope that's the case and sometimes I think probably we're our own worst critics too and yeah. when we that's another insecurity <coughs> that's a whole other path we can go down but
3: I appreciate you saying that and there'll be a 20 in your Venmo when we yeah. get there. So, <laughs> well it's it. funny because yeah. Adam is talking about being insecure about photography that would have been the last thing I would have done <laughs> you talk about being like uh, the Christian that you want to be. That would have been the last thing i picked for you. So it's it's funny. Y'all are insecure about the things that I see as y'all strengths. Isn't that fun, kind of funny? I mean, and, and I'm I, insecure
4: about my body. I figured that was <laughs> the last Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. And that's the
3: end of this
0: episode. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think that's part of it too. You hit on something there. I think we're good at masking what we feel like is our greatest weakness. I think we do that a lot as as men. And I'm sure women probably yeah. do it too. It's like, Boy, that's where I'm really a screw up. Let's see if I can put a happy face on it and draw a smiley face on it. Everybody think I'm good at it. I think that's part of it too.
1: Yeah, Kyle, you just said something that I think segues into to what what I was going to talk about, and where where you talked about being self-critical. Uh that's me to to a T. And, and well, I was thinking about you when I said that. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you are staring at him the whole yeah, time? Yeah, <laughs> I've I've learned a lot about myself over the last. Two three years, uh, I, and not to get like super super technical, but I've, I've read a lot and studied the the enneagram, and uh, I know this will make like all the white women listen and happy because they <laughs> they they love that stuff. But I'm a uh, I'm an enneagram one, and, and I and I'm a pretty pretty hardcore one on on a, a lot of things. And, and part of that is, is
4: I... Can, can I interrupt you for just two yeah. seconds? For someone that literally has no idea what that is, could you, like, give me a brief explanation? I've heard of it, I but I really don't. I can't don't. give you a
1: brief okay. explanation, but I'll try. It's, it's, a, it's a personality typing system okay. where, where there's pretty much anybody can be classified as one of nine types, and then there's a lot so of... So there's, t- there's markers you kind yeah, of figure yeah, out. Yeah, and then, then there's, there's a lot of fluid it. movement within that. But, yeah, I'll, I'll bring you a book, Lance. Oh, uh, thanks, thanks. I'm very concerned with, with doing what is, with doing what is right and 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 sometimes i'm i'm obsessed with i want to make sure i do i do the right thing and and i do the right thing for other people i want to see justice i want to see i want i want to do everything i can to make things to make things better uh and as part of that process i i'm extremely self-critical about about everything i think one of my biggest insecurities is that i cannot handle criticism from others and and the reason i cannot handle criticism from others is because by the time i get that criticism from others i have already in my head beat myself up over it 30 times before anybody else said and that really confirms it it. yeah and And then then it's like it's it's like you're telling me something i already know you're telling me something i'm already like it's already in my head it's already got me down and then i feel like and it's the other person doesn't mean anything by it. Right. But but anytime somebody says anything bad about anything I've done or anything I'm involved in, or, or it just it's like it puts this huge weight on me because I've I've, I've already beat myself up over it. And uh, it almost like that confirms it, like, oh, I was right, I am an yeah, idiot. Yeah, oh, yeah. I am an idiot, I am yeah. stupid, I, I can't do anything right, <laughs> like... You know let's let's forget this and move on and so it's 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 tough because I'm, I'm constantly second-guessing things and and thinking did I say that right did I do that right did I uh, you know did did they like that did did they appreciate what I did and it's it's so hard I, I, I do my best to make everybody happy so I don't receive any criticism whatsoever because sure. it's, it's just hard to handle at Sorry.
2: the at the same time, do you thrive off affirmation of that? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, said, I I, oh, I really enjoy awesome. like, good hey job.
1: man, you did a great job, and 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 I get a lot out of that. You've done and, really and, good tonight, but, by the way. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but when I when I get the flip side, it it, it hurts. Yeah. And and I know that hurts for a lot of people, but it, it's hard for me to like some people. My, my, my wife can brush it off most of the time. I feel like, or she at least acts like she can. I don't know. But uh, you know, there, there's plenty of people that are like I oh, forget that they don't. You know, who cares what Their they opinion think? Doesn't but matter. like, man, I care what they yeah. think. Like, I really do. And I you really can, do
0: care what what the other people. You can think get about thirty them. thumbs up, but about one thing, yeah. and the oh, one yeah. thumbs
1: down is like drives you. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's yeah. all that you just keep replaying that over yeah. and over in your head.
4: Man, I just I just learned a lot about myself tonight because I'm pretty sure I'm an enneagram one as well. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, that is, whatever that means. Whatever that is. <laughs> You've been diagnosed. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, seriously though, because I I literally do those same exact things, and a lot of it is with with my kids. Like I want to make sure that everything is. I just put everything I have into making sure that my kids have good days and that everything's perfect for them. And then when it it doesn't go well, like it, you know, it destroys me. I keep on second guessing myself. Did I do this right? and um, yeah man it's really it's really tough and and like even if we go out and do something with the kids um, I'm asking Timmy afterwards I'm like you think you think Jackson had a good day today you think he had a good time he's like two you know he's almost three year old like how are we gonna know if he really had a good time she's like yeah yeah he had a good time and you know that makes me feel so much better just hearing that so and your
0: wife knows that she's just like yeah yeah yeah, they had a great time uh, yeah yeah.
4: I'm always making sure everybody had a good time and, and all that and yeah, man, I guess I'm an Enneagram one, so just let me know when you get that book to me. <laughs> <laughs> so when
3: y'all were, y'all were talking about thinking about that, is that like you, you're in the car and still listening to music, you're thinking, you're on the lawnmower, you're thinking about these things, is it like consume? Like, when you're I'll, not around people talking, is that what you're thinking about? I'll,
4: I'll be listening to a podcast, and then I'll literally will have to go back like five minutes because I'm like, I don't even know what I've been listening so to exactly. because I've been in my head so much. Oh, yeah. Like I talk to myself, and I forget what I'm listening to.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm not sitting, even when I'm sometimes just sitting there reading or, or, or doing something, it's, uh, I've got a voice. I got a voice that's always talking to me. Yeah.
0: So now I know when I'm talking to, and you're just staring at me. That it's, sometimes, not, yeah, it's not. It's not me. Listening, I'm listening yeah, to myself. You're yeah. in your own head. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes me feel. It
2: good. does speak volumes. I mean, we've all touched on it about how much your your mind can mess with you. Oh yeah. You it's know,
0: a,
3: it's a steel trap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my insecurities—it's mine. Have changed over the years. I don't know if you all have. I mean, I was trying to—I th- think back when I was younger, um, I was more insecure about how I looked. I was like the fluffy redhead, you know. And but now I have—I don't have any insecurities about my look. I just look—I so right. just don't care, you know. Um, you really uh, let yourself go, Ryan. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Catherine tries to tell me every day I'm looking better as I get older. Yeah. She's trying to, trying to build it, me it. up. Women yeah. say that about me. Like, i like, men get
0: better looking.
2: Though. <laughs> My wife's never said that about me. <laughs> now I have something else to be insecure about.
3: <laughs> but, I mean, that was one. I think, you know, a couple years ago it was, um, it was more like spiritual, like Kyle, not from the perspective of am I doing everything I should. It was when I got the opportunities, I didn't feel confident enough to take them. Like yeah. to lead a small group.
0: You could recognize opportunities, you just didn't.
3: I just wanted to run for my life on most right. of them, and, yeah. and most of the time I did. And so, and, and now that's not, it's still there a little bit, but now it's switched to like being a dad, and it's just Reed and Grant. I, I, thinking about, knowing this episode was upcoming, it's been a good week to think about what really do I stress most about. And I don't stress a lot, um, but I find myself thinking about how I interact with them a lot. Like how do I discipline them? And you know, I'll come up with like what, you know, we all come up with what we think is the right way. And then yeah. I go off of that and I'll be like, man, is, am I screwing them up for life? You know, yeah. cause I, uh, how much therapy will I put them in time out too long yeah. or spanked them or whatever it may <laughs> be. And, and then, you know, uh, even in this as a spiritual leader, you know, uh, I, w- I want to be that for my family. And I'm not, uh, sometimes I'm great and other times I'm terrible. And the terrible times, I'm like, man, you know, or did I not do enough devotionals with them to where they're when they're right. when they're a dad, they're not going to remember that as part of our life, and they're right. not going to do it, you know. So it's just I keep I think about things like that, and it's, it's weird because on one side, I would tell you I I, do, I truly believe I'm a good dad, so it's not that I don't, but it's those moments where I guess it kind of relates to Daniel. You kind of key in on one thing that yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like I didn't do good. And it'll it'll haunt me yeah. for a couple of days. You worry
4: and that you're going to scar them for life just yeah. because this one thing. I mean, like yeah. How much therapy are they going to need? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to be saying yeah. about me to their therapist in, in 20 years? Scared. I think about yeah. that all the time. Yeah.
2: Like God, what are they going to be saying? You know, is this, a, is, this, a yeah. is, this a, is this a teaching moment that they're going to remember forever? Yeah. Or is it going to be because I yelled at them a couple right. of days ago for not yeah, yeah. turning like, the lights are, off or something?
1: What, what are something. they going to What are, are they going to remember? Right. And you know it's going
3: to be the bad stuff. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah, and I I guess for me, I mean, as I guess a a way that I've coped with it is I try to just slow down, realize that one or two things isn't going to change their life. I know that's a fact. And so I try to slow down. And one of the things that I I have to call myself out on, and I'm sure you guys, some of you guys can relate, and I know people out there can relate because I've talked to many people, but life is so busy have you ever been in that stage where you're like, I don't spend enough time with my kids? Like oh, enough enough yeah, quality course. time? Probably weekly. Yeah. And that really, I would just say, I definitely wasn't uh, probably six months ago. And that's what that was something I just got yeah. down about. And so it finally took, uh, it was just a couple things that were really in my face. And I started just making myself be more intentional on those days when you get home from work. And that's the last thing you want to do is go yeah. out 95 degrees and kick a soccer ball. Right, yeah. You just just do it. You do it. And in the the end, you love it, and you're glad you did it. And so uh, not that I've solved that problem uh, in in its entirety. And you never will. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, that's it. I don't know if anybody else out there can relate, but it's just I think my advice would be slow down. Don't take every little move you make so seriously and try to gently steer the ship back in the right direction. And and your kids are probably going to be okay. Well, the
0: fact is half the battle is no one – is the way you feel about it like recognizing hey you know i know i'm a good dad can i be a better dad sure every one of us can say yeah. we could be better i mean you're lying to yourself if you think you're the most perfect dad in history it's just not we're never going to be that but the fact is you take time to recognize you're winning more battles than you're losing mm-hmm. just the fact because you gotta always think you're never the worst dad and you're never the best dad and yeah. as soon as we realize that the better off we all are, you know, trying to compete with whoever's going, you know, well, they took their kids to Europe for vacation. I'm dragging mine down to Metro Beach. Am I being a good enough parent because we're not going fun places? But the fact is, our our dads and moms did the same thing we're sitting here doing thinking, boy, I hope I'm doing enough. Yeah. And those of us are blessed blessed enough with good parents or good parent or even even if it's not your parents, an aunt or uncle a grandparent, chances are you've had somebody in your life that, that took time and had these thoughts about you. I don't remember a lot of when my dad went off the handle and got mad at me about something and probably had guilt the rest of the day. I don't really remember those times. I remember getting disciplined when I needed I remember the times of were taking me to play golf or us going fishing. We're sweating the small stuff. They don't care. They're not worried about that stuff. It's uh you remember when Dad used to come We'd play soccer out in the backyard? They might not remember exact details, but they'll remember that. Yeah. I'm not going to remember that you yelled at them 10 minutes before that because the house was, their rooms were wrecked when you got home. Then I don't remember any of that stuff.
4: Yeah. Uh, that's a really good point. Uh, I mean, it's, it is so easy just to think about those bad things and forget about all the good memories, you know, you're making and that. to remember, um, Ryan back to kind of what you were talking about in terms of, you know, making time for your kids. I'm, I'm guilty of that too, man. Like I'll, I'll come home from work and all I want to do sometimes is wind down with my phone. Unfortunately, I'm like, Oh, what's going on Instagram? Let's, and then I've got, you know, one kid tugging on my arm, the other one on my leg. And I'm like, you know what, I just got to drop the phone. So I just I just do. You know, you just got to just leave the phone, just forget about it for two seconds and pay attention to what's right in front of you. And I don't know why that's so hard to do sometimes, but, you know, it is. And uh, I was thinking about mind security because it is also dealing with, with kids and um, it's kind of coming to light a little bit more as they're getting older. We were um, we were walking through our neighborhood the other day with uh, with Jackson, and there's a, a a large portion of the neighborhood that's under construction, and so all these all these construction vehicles are out there. So we're walking around, and like I know Jackson loves like all the construction stuff, and I'm like, man, Jackson, you know, look at that look at that big truck, look at that big yellow truck. Aren't the tires on it so big? And he's like, Daddy, I want to see a backhoe. <laughs> I know what a backhoe is. <laughs> like, he literally, he knows all the names. He's like, a, you know, I want to see a backhoe. I want to see an excavator. I want to see a crane. I think for, like, 10 minutes, I was pointing at something. I'm like, Jackson, there's the crane. That's a crane. I couldn't figure out, like, you know, why he wasn't, like, so thrilled. Turns out it was actually an excavator. But <laughs> <laughs> so, like Dad, just, but, but, let me handle this. But that's just kind of on. a... That's uh, another book I can give you. <laughs> <my day. laughs> but that's, that's just kind of to illustrate my insecurity is that as my kids get older I feel like am I gonna be a good enough teacher for them oh, like, can boy. can I, can I teach them like you know what what are these types of vehicles um you know will I be able to do things like you know take them fit take t- uh, teach them how to fish or hunt because I really I did some of that stuff when I was younger but you know as I've gotten older like I don't do any of that anymore and Sometimes I, me I and get, Ryan, I take him trout fishing right. to our secret spot. That <laughs> he'll be a man when he comes out the other side. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, you know, I see, you know, like you, like you and and uh, Ryan and Jansen. Like I know y'all all know how to fish and do that. And I'm like, man, like I gotta, I gotta get on YouTube and figure out how to fish again, <laughs> so I can actually teach my son how to do it. You can teach me too, Lance. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's you know, I wonder, like, am I, you know, am I going to be a good enough teacher for my kids? Uh, because like I don't. You know, there's some of these things that I just, it's like a skill that I don't practice anymore. Like I just, I picked up other interests like that, I, you know, was involved in. And to an even deeper level, it makes me a little bit insecure about wondering if I'm going to be able to actually live up to my dad's expectation. Because my dad, he was always one of these outstanding dads that he you know he was a do-it-yourselfer um, he was always able to like help me out with my homework he could teach me things about the car and how to fish and you know i'm sitting here taking my car over to uh... valvoline you know, <laughs> instant service change just because it's a convenience thing and i'm like man i gotta i gotta get it together so i can actually teach my son you know some of these valuable skills so i think that's just my big insecurity is that i, I wonder if i'm gonna be a, a good enough teacher for my kids
0: well, you struck a nerve right there because we our, our oldest is starting kindergarten this year, and we did the pre-check-in stuff and all that and set everything up, and she's done her little summer day camp. And at the end, they're like, okay, well, we'll call you when it's your turn. There's like three days she'll do her testing to see kind of what her placement point is and see how where she's at. I told Jessica, I was like, you think we've, like, prepared her enough? Like, is she going to even be – I mean – how good You're, is she at ABCs? Getting, I mean, getting I, ready to get the flashcards out. Yeah, when you get like home? how far <laughs> can she count? Can she count to 10? Or, you know, and you, I just panic about is she really prepared to go to kindergarten? Have we failed as parents preparing our kid? You know, inevitably there's going to be the kid that can already do algebra in the class, and there's probably going to be the kid that just is more worried about eating crayons, and she'll see somewhere <laughs> in the middle probably. <laughs> but I still don't know, like, have I done enough yeah. to prepare her? Not only for the school part of it, but also the social just part man, of it. Just for life. Just yeah, for life. in general. Because that's literally, I mean, even though it's it's funny to say it, it's kindergarten, and it's I know it's easing them into the process, but it's literally like she's been in this bubble, mm-hmm. and now she's out of the bubble. And that's uh, terrifying to think about. Like, have I prepared her for any of that? Yeah.
2: You know, especially the part that there's things that only they can learn on their own. Right. There are disappointments just like there's triumphs, there's disappointments and yeah. they can only learn on their own. You know, you can only learn disappointments by being disappointed yeah. and that, that scares the crap out of me too yeah. with my own kids But because my oldest is eight and she's super sensitive. She's got a million friends and everybody likes her in her class and stuff but she's so sensitive and, I, and it all it takes is one time for somebody to look at her wrong and man, she'll just boo boo yeah. and it just scares me to death to what think. What a jerk. You just, just thinking about her getting into to adolescence, you know, it's like, Preteen and stuff, and I'm like, oh god,
0: the first boyfriend in the heartbreak.
2: Uh, oh boy, on him, yeah, yeah he's, yeah. he's going to be devastated, yeah. so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: physically and mentally.
2: Yeah, I know, man. It's a. Uh, I think you said it when you're talking about our parents. They they had the exact same thoughts. I'm oh, assuming sure. that we did. Yeah, you know, we're not the first to yeah. think that yeah. we're not good parents. So it's like, you know, and they did
0: an okay job. I think you just at the end of the day you got to do the best you can and try to pay attention to Yeah, the I mean, best let's be honest, it probably goes back to Adam and Eve and, you know, it's like Cain and Abel's parents are like, gosh, man, we really screwed up. I mean, one of our kids killed the other. I mean, where did we go wrong? So, you know, parents have been struggling with things. <laughs> the bar, we, there's the bar right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got that bad yet. So, I'm doing pretty good, but, you know, I think I really honestly believe in my heart of hearts that good parenting at its core is you worrying about being a good parent? If you're there, that's a good point. If you're mm-hmm. there, you're doing a pretty then good job. Yeah,
1: you're where you need to be. Yeah. You're in the ballpark. They're,
3: they're in loving your kids, and yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, you're as good as anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. I think it's just—I I mean, you know—I don't know if I mentioned this when I when we got into this uh, segment, but I mean, we didn't plan for this. Y'all didn't know what I was going to talk about. Nobody knew what each other was going to talk about. So it's funny, even though we're close, like I didn't know those things about you guys to the level that you shared. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you we all look around at everybody else and think everybody else has it together. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. else is a yeah. perfect dad or a perfect mom or they don't worry. But the truth is every single person listening that's has been a mom or dad or, you know, uh, and their children are grown or has young kids right now, they're relating to what we say right. in some way because yeah. they're feeling the same things. And it's, it's kind of nice to just know you're not alone. Yeah. Right?
0: And you hit on a big point earlier uh, when you were talking, it's like what we think, is each other's strengths and in fact is what we feel is our own weakness Mm -hmm. i mean it's that's what's amazing about the whole thing is you look it is so much judging book by its cover but you sit you sit in your office you sit at church or wherever you're like man that guy right there i mean he has got it going on i mean even like 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 an interview with john i mean we all had the persona figured out none of us really know knew him that well he comes in and it goes in a completely different direction. The guy that looks like he's got it all going on, fit guy up there playing music, awesome beard. Still haven't gotten over that. I'm still struggling every time I see his beard. <laughs> I, you're every, just getting better. guys. Uh, kind of yeah, yeah, I that. Look, this is like a year of growth, so I've got a long ways to go. <laughs> awesome, by, man. I'm, by the time I die, I might look like that good. But, um, you know, you, you, you sit and he and he spills open like that, and you're like, man, this guy's. I mean he's a normal dude he's a normal dude you know you you do so much building up of other people in your mind while you're sitting tearing yourself down Mm. I mean that's what's the core of it all is we're we're way harder on ourselves than we should be
4: yeah I I think the thing that really stuck with me from John is that and I'm paraphrasing here but he basically was saying that we in our minds fabricate all these things to tear us down but in reality and to to make us think that we're not enough but in reality like we are enough and Mm you know i wish that you know we we knew that you know we and we you know just were able to acknowledge that and see that more I mean, you are your biggest critic oh yeah.
2: Man,
1: yeah like uh 4 or 5 years ago when i uh, uh i i got to spend a week in the woods with some hippies uh <laughs> sounds like, like a fun time yeah, That's another a, podcast Save I it. Was,
0: <laughs> put a bookmark on that
1: i was getting trained to be a uh, like a ropes course uh director i was trying to be a hippie i was like "Hmm." no yeah uh but yeah i learned a lot during during that week from a lot of different people but uh it was it was an interesting process for me because it was very i wasn't necessarily among people that i would normally be hanging out with uh, a lot but i learned a lot from them and uh uh, and it it forced me like just through that process because it's a whole experiential learning type thing and 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 it was a lot of of putting your cell phone down, a lot of introspection and and kind of getting to to what you you want to to be and how you want to grow and and kind of looking at some of your insecurities. And there was one time where we had we had thirty minutes that we were just silent. You were kind of in the woods by yourself journaling some stuff. And then when we came back together, uh, the the leader. And then this is while I'm thinking about. My insecurities, my pursuit of perfection, my this is this is why I, I want everything to be perfect because I don't want people to 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 criticize and then we get back together and he he reads the the lyrics to Leonard Cohen's song, Leonard Cohen, famous singer-songwriter, his his song Anthem. And and it's been now a chorus that's constantly in my head all the time. And and the the words to, to the chorus of that song are uh, ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. <laughs> There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. And sometimes it's like like I've spent so much time in my life focusing on my cracks. That sounds kind of weird. But I've spent a lot of time focusing on my blemishes, my insecurities, my parts, but then realizing, and I think we we've, we've seen that through all of us, that that's where the good stuff comes yeah. through. Or, or comes through those cracks and those blemishes and those bad spots and that we we aren't the people and the men that we become with without those cracks uh and and so that's something i always have to remind myself of that yeah man this this part of me it may be a bad part but maybe somehow god can use that through me to to help the people around me yeah i can't i don't know that you can say it any better than that huh?
0: usually
3: Kyle's making me tear up Daniel's yeah. got me tonight Woo.
0: that's Bible time with Daniel right there <laughs> <laughs> I mean that says it all like you said you spend all that time trying to fix the holes and the, the screw ups and that's where all the glory comes from mm-hmm. that's where the light is in that's pretty awesome just want to personally thank you guys tonight for opening up about your insecurities it's uh it's never easy to do that, especially for guys. You you all know that. Um, and that's kind of what we hope this podcast would be. It's a, it's a place for us to kind of encourage each other and, and let you guys listen to some of the talks that we have and let you in and see what we talk about, and hopefully hopefully it helps you and you, you can find a circle of friends that uh, they feel the same way about each other as we do. And uh, as, as the old saying goes, there's always more room outside than there is in. And So, so let that stuff out. Don't bottle it up. Uh, Speaking for myself, I believe my insecurities come from not knowing what's coming or what's going to happen. It's easy to not be anxious and insecure when we feel that we're in full control. But as we all know, that rarely ever is the case. The older I've gotten, the more I've realized there is only one solution to not being able to control my fears and insecurities. That solution is to actually give over that control to God. Matthew 6.34 says, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So basically, don't worry about more than you can handle today. There's, today's got plenty of problems for you to worry about and be anxious about and insecure about. Just give your worries to God. Let Him worry about it. Rely on your friends. Rely on family. There's always somebody willing to listen. Heck, if you don't feel like you have that person in your life, reach out to us. We've got email. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. We'd be glad to chat with you or send messages back and forth. We really want to use this as a vessel to, to reach out to you guys. And if you need somebody, we're always here for you. Continue to support the podcast, and we thank you for, for listening to us and letting us be an avenue to talk about these things.
2: That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Daniel Knox, Jansen Hart, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.